Gator Dave. Checks in Tuesdays, and Dave will get it to the Gators and all that's happening, but last night's championship, just get some thoughts from you on it. Yeah, Bill, I think um, once we got to the playoffs and Michigan's two games, I think being able to really control Alabama and Washington's both deep passing game. Uh, I, I think that was the biggest difference for me. Uh, Alabama, while not their most prolific offense of some of the recent Alabama teams, was still able to, you know, kill you with explosive downfield plays in the passing game. Michigan stopped it. And then probably against one of the best offenses in the country, and then also in that area as well, be able to do it again. Uh, so I, that was my biggest takeaway for last night. The playoffs as well is, you know, Michigan, I think the biggest reason they won this title was because of their defense and really being able to stop but what the opposing offenses were really good at. So, yeah, Penix, uh, he was a little bit off last night, but I think it had a lot to do with Michigan uh, and the defense and the pressure they were bringing. Uh, but I think you know, a lot of credit is given to uh, them being able to stop the, you know, probably I, I think the main uh, – the main positive for those two offenses. So uh, I know a lot of talk is going to shift to what what's next for Jim Harbaugh. And he kind of said everything right last night, Bill, that he looks like he'll still be in Ann Arbor. But I know that would be uh, the storyline everybody's following moving forward. But, uh, very, you know, very, very interesting uh, to, to see a team in, in this playoff format as the four team goes away, um, you know, a team that uh, hasn't won a title since the 90s uh, go out that 14 playoff as the, as the team ho- hoisting that trophy for the last four team. The other notation is in the Alabama game and the Washington game, you could tell very early that Michigan was better in the trenches. Yeah, and th- that was the reason I picked. Um, uh, I, I picked Alabama in the in, in the first game, but right. uh, just, just the reason I was picking Michigan against Washington this time uh, was because of the trenches on, on both sides of the ball. Bill, and, but you're right. It was from the get-go now – Credit to Washington for not letting that game get out of hand because that's certainly the way it looked like it was heading. Uh, but and especially you know with, with their offense and they had to get a little more methodical. They they had to you know march down the field a little bit more than they're used to. Uh, but in the end, it was just yeah a lot, a lot more trench warfare <laughs> there for Michigan uh, to get their first title there since the, the nineties. And uh, Bill, I didn't realize you know they're they're a big brand, uh, Michigan of course, but their first outright title since the forties. So that was uh that was kind of that was. I think I kind of knew that in the back of my head, but to, to see it out there was kind of uh, astonishing that the, the big brand that they are, uh, that's how long it had been. Some transfer news, good news for the Gators. Yeah, Bill, um, certainly locally here, uh, here in Jacksonville as well for a, uh, a kid that, uh, you know, I certainly wanted in a class a year ago, but Florida needed linebacker help, and they got it here with Grayson Pup Howard. Uh, went to South Carolina for a year out of here in Jacksonville, but now ends up in Gainesville a year later. So, yeah, uh, only you know nineteen tackles last year, uh, the, his first year at South Carolina, but certainly looking to build on that there at, at Florida. Scooby Williams transferred away, uh, so now you bring in Pup Howard there to to, to kind of fill and, and give Florida a true linebacker build. I mean, Scooby was kind of a tweener uh, from an edge player to a linebacker. Uh, now you got somebody with the instincts of a linebacker, somebody who put up a ton of stats as a linebacker in high school uh, there. So it's kind of a kind of a, kind of a good trade off there for Florida 
Andy in uh, Devon Manuel offensive tackle from Arkansas. Uh, he started uh, some games for Arkansas last year, Bill, and kind of came on at the end of the year last year. So you get an offensive lineman that's got some SEC experience that can get into that tackle rotation for Florida where they desperately need some numbers. Uh, an edge from Northern Illinois, uh, Northern Illinois, George Gums, um, kind of a under the radar type of player there, Bill. Uh, Florida lost Cassius Howell. Uh, yeah, to um, Texas A&M uh, yesterday. It was another edge player Florida was going to be in for uh, there from Bowling Green, but did get an edge player from Northern Illinois and George Gums. Uh, so, you know, he'll get into that rotation with a bunch of young players like Jack Piper and TJ Searcy, uh, Kelby Collins, you know, Justice Boone comes back next year from an injury. Uh, so Florida needs some experience there uh, at the edge spot. Uh, and the thing about Gums, he only played one year there. Uh, he was an offensive player. <laughs> he played he transitioned from tight end. Uh, so they're trying to get some untapped potential there, I think, from Gums. And then the most recent bill is a, a two-lane um, a defensive back, uh, uh, of course, from – that 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 commitment was Sunday or Saturday, I believe, in D.J. Douglas. Uh, he transferred – he spent two years at Alabama as a walk-on, then transferred to two-lane. Uh, and you know, put up his best season this past year to give Florida another option in that safety room, so they don't have to rely on young guys like Jordan Castell and Bryce Thornton uh, to 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 kind of carry the load from this past year uh, in their second year. So getting some experience on the back end there to go along with Troquez Bridges, who was an Oregon pickup from the transfer portal a couple of weeks ago. So uh, eight total right now, Bill. And we'll see where they go next. Of course, well, a couple more targets I'll go over. You know, before. Um, you know, before we get off here, is C.J. Daniels. He's a wide receiver from Libertyville. Uh, visited oh, yeah. Florida over the weekend. Uh, Florida could desperately use him as a big-time outside receiver to go along with Eugene Wilson to give him a good one-two punch. Uh, Auburn visit on last Friday, visited Florida on Saturday, visited Texas on Sunday. Uh, we'll see where he goes. Uh, I think he may even take some more visits here uh, before it's all said and done. And then Yam Banks. Uh, is another defensive back from South Alabama uh, that Florida is trying to get in on right now. Or they're in on, Bill. We'll see um, if uh, they can pull him in to get some more experience in the secondary. Uh, really, really good player uh, on the backside uh, of, you know, he's uh, all-time, all-sunbelt all uh, multiple times uh, there. So need to get some more experience there in the secondary, and Florida's trying to do so. So uh, eight so far, Bill, and a couple more targets out there that I think they'll be going after as well. Tell you what, Wilson was probably Florida's best receiver as a freshman. Yeah, and you you know you had Pearsall uh, to go along with it. Yeah, probably. And Bill, he probably would have got a thousand yards if Mertz didn't get hurt <laughs> at the end of the year. He probably would have got that thousand yards against Florida State, right. uh, but gave Florida a, a good you know one two punch. I think this past year, but. Certainly, Bill. I mean, it's been since you know Percy Harvin or and Antonio Callaway since you had seen freshman receivers do what, what Wilson was able to do uh, th th this past year, and you, of course he was awarded for it with all kind of all freshman SEC. Uh, but you could certainly tell about midway point of the season, Bill, that Georgia game where you know he had the first touchdown of that game. He was certainly integral in the early game plans of games and. Uh, I think now the next step is him for you know to extend his route tree with a little more experience, far to find a way to get him more involved, you know, past those early scripted plays uh, to get him the ball just a little bit more. 
Uh, but uh, I think you got to be completely happy with what you saw him. So it would be nice to get somebody like a, you know, a, a Daniels to be a true X receiver, a true outside receiver that can take the top off of a defense, um, you know, spread a defense out, and let Wilson work underneath, let him take some of those screens uh, that we saw for big time games. So uh, I think you know, where Florida, where Florida is at at receiver, um, it's it's okay, but I think you'd like to give him some help. Uh, to have a good, you know, true downfield threat to open up the game a little bit more. Are all the midtermers on campus? Uh, no, Bill. There's a couple. I, one that comes off my head that I think that is not is I think Aaron 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 Childs is not going to be on campus uh, early on. But yeah, all the guys who are the the mid year, the guys who are the early enrollees, they got on campus this past weekend. Gator Dave Gators breakdown. Very, very popular podcast. He joins us each and every Tuesday. Anything left for the Gators? Is is Are they winding that down, and then we'll see what happens in the April two-week window? Uh, yeah, Bill, it's like, uh, you know, coming up, the draft, the ad drop date for summer semester classes will be coming up in the next few days. So, you know, you got a couple of days to – around that to play around as well. I just gave you a couple of names to look out for uh, to who they could add. And, you know, we'll see. I think there's probably been some visits that are not so much public that may be happening as well. And then we'll see where, where, where it comes from that. But, yeah, it, it's kind of dwindling down to where you see who the targets are right now uh, and, and see if, you know, who they can bring in. And, Bill, something that might change a little bit. I don't know if you saw this. It kind of came out a little bit late yesterday. It's not Ron Roberts. Uh, Auburn's defensive coordinator is going to be coming to Florida. Uh, that may be announced today uh, to kind of, you know, he's, he's got this title of executive head coach, co-defensive coordinator, linebackers coach. Uh, Florida was, of course, looking for a linebacker coach there after Jay Bateman left to go to Texas A&M as their defensive coordinator. Uh, but now getting a whole lot of experience. And from what I can tell, what I'm hearing, Bill, it's, it's really going to be a you know, co-defensive coordinator there with Austin Armstrong, who one of the youngest defensive coordinators in the country, uh, and Ron, he was a GA under Ron Roberts at Louisiana when Roberts was defensive coordinator for Billy Napier at Louisiana. So now it gets kind of paired back up there with uh, Billy Napier here uh, in a defense that's really got to turn it around, Bill. And he, he had some turnaround for the Auburn defense last year, uh, this past season. So Florida's getting an experienced defensive, uh, defensive mind uh, to help out Austin Armstrong and, you know, to try and turn around that defense. I found that a little interesting. He's the coordinator at Auburn, which is a good job. Florida, obviously, is a very good job. Was there any kind of issue at Auburn, or was this just, hey, appreciate the opportunity. Here I come. Yeah, Bill, I, I, I certainly want to do some more digging. Tonight. I don't you know, have great sources at the, on the Auburn side. From what I can gather, it looks like he maybe wasn't happy there. Um and I don't know if, you know, it's not a good relationship with Hugh Freeze or, or something like that. I mean, to me, I'm, I'm kind of like you. Uh, I don't think this is a move that's made if everything's rosy on the Auburn side. So it makes me think, you know, there, there is a little something on the Auburn side. Uh, you know, not uh, and not not saying who's at fault. I have no idea. Just saying it doesn't look like it's the it doesn't look like it's the best relationship there. Is that it? Uh, because the fans always want to know if Billy's going to do something offensively. 
<sighs> yeah, Bill, I mean, that's the one for uh, as far as offensive coordinator. I'm not so sure it happens um, anymore. And they have, you get different answers <laughs> when you start asking around a bit. And it looked like a for sure thing uh, at one point that an offensive coordinator was going to be hired. But uh, I'm, I'm not so sure, Bill. I mean, we're, unless, you know, it's if it's coming from the college ranks, it's weird that it hasn't happened by now. But, you know, the Ron Roberts thing just happened yesterday. So, you know, uh, you don't really know. It makes you think maybe if it is going to happen, there's some maybe NFL tie uh, to go along with it, Bill. But, um you know, it's uh, I, 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 I'm not so sure anymore. It doesn't feel like there's going to be any additions there. It doesn't, Bill. And I, it's a conversation of should it happen or should it not happen kind of goes along with, all right, well, the offense isn't, you know, it, it isn't the problem for this Gator team. It's, that's clearly the defense. Um, but at the same time, Bill, for the Florida offense, you know, they can be a little more consistent. I think they do leave points on the board. You know, there were too many times this season where Florida would be up by a touchdown. They'd have the momentum. They could go put another touchdown on the board, but they were never able to, to stretch a lead uh, when they had the opportunity to do so. When you knew it was only a matter of time before the defense <laughs> would give something up, Try and build a lead. Try and build some pad in the game. You know, the offense really couldn't do that. Um, so is that nitpicking? Well, maybe. But at, at the same time, knowing what you have on the other side of the ball, it would have been nice for Florida to build some leads there. So, And also at the same time, Bill, you know, the, the, the game management part of being a head coach and you know all the penalties you would see on Florida and the special team issues and the kind of game flow issues that you would see, you know, would that open up for those things to be fixed if Billy Napier wasn't so concentrated on being the play caller on game days as well? So it, it's not necessarily because the offense is so, so bad, Bill. It's just can that open up things, improvement in other areas on, on, on the field? So um, that's the, that's the main reason uh, I think we see the thought of wanting an offensive coordinator of Florida. Dave, tell everybody how they can get your shows. Yeah, Bill, everybody can get it at GatorsBreakdown.com and all the podcast platforms out there, YouTube version as well. Uh, we'll certainly uh, sometime today be hitting on this Ron Roberts hire there for the Gators and kind of glance over the transfer portal a little bit more as well. See you next week. See you, Bill. Does a fantastic job. Catch in hour three. About 20 minutes in hour three. Jeff Ketchum. Omni Nashville Hotel.